Well, hey, on the, so this is our first podcast at Crystal Commerce. Um, so if this, you know, seems kind of uh, not so refined or finished or shined up, hey, that's our first one, so give us a break. Uh, today we have Kevin from Geeks MTG. Uh, it's geeksmtg.com. And um, Kevin uh, was a client of mine years back, since 2012. Um, and he had left us to go use another platform, but he's back. We're happy to have him. And so, Kevin, say hi to everybody that's going to be listening to the podcast. Want to get yourself introduced. What's up? Awesome. So, hey, thanks for being a part of the podcast. Uh, we definitely want to give you and your company a plug. So we'll definitely be doing that later on at the very end. So you can say what you need to say. But also, you know, geeksmtg.com. If you guys haven't been there yet, it's a brand new website. Go check it out. So, um we're also going to be distributing this, you know, this content in every channel that we have here at Crystal Commerce, and I'll be doing so on my own personal channels too, because I have a Crystal Commerce uh, Facebook account and Instagram account that I'm growing. So, hopefully, be filled with more content like this. Thank you, Kevin, for helping on on day one of podcast one. So, very, uh, very glad to be here and help you guys out. Absolutely appreciate it. Uh, kicking things off, everyone loves to hear the stories. You know, how you came to be, um, you know, I know you and I talked about your story before, um, and I personally love it. So I want to give the listeners something to learn a little something about you and how you got started, uh, about the backstory, um, and ultimately you became a retailer in a special way. Uh, can you kind of tell the folks how it came to be? Oh my God. Um, <laughs> let's take this, this, uh. The original story goes all the way back to 2008 was when uh, I was just a video game store. Um, we did, uh, you know, cell phone repairs, um, uh, you know, computer repairs, stuff like that. So it's really weird how a video game store, can, you know, a card shop. Um, it, it's amazing how, you know, the computer repair and cell phone repair seems to work out in actually a number of different stores that I know. But um, uh, moved to a huge location in 2008. Um by the time 2011, the end of 2011 came around, uh, we'd had like 26,000 different titles in the store uh, as far as video games and everything. I had a staff of 12. I mean, things were booming. And uh, one of my managers um, came up to me and goes, you know, we got all this room. We should we start doing magic. And um, um, I actually said, what is that? <laughs> so, um, so he explained it to me and um, I looked into it and, um, uh, you know, bought a little bit of product and customers started going nuts that we were, you know, we were actually going to start doing this. So we just hit it. I mean, just hit the ground running with it. I mean, I, I did all the research. I found, found Crystal Commerce, of course, uh, found TCD player. Um, and, it, uh, I'm like, how am I going to get this going? I mean, this is going to take me forever to build a collection. Well, a guy came in a store and he wanted to sell these two big five K boxes worth of cards. And, um, um, there's more to the story behind the scenes, but the guy wanted 200 bucks for the whole, you know, entire lot. One of my managers looked at it and said, you know, you know, uh, you know, we'll give you 200 bucks. Well, I heard about it. I went up front and I said, you know, look, I said, I've been self-employed for a long time. I said, I'd like to actually get time to take a look through this. I said, you may be able to get more out of it, uh, depending on what you have. He said, nope, I just 200 bucks or I'm gone. So I was kind of uh, in a corner. Uh, so I gave the guy 200 bucks. Um, Ended up being about a $20,000 collection of Magic Cards. Whoa. Um, of course, you know, not, not actually being tied in with any, um, uh, you know, with any retail channels, stuff like that online, and really not even, you know, kickstarting anything off uh, 
uh, in any way to really kickstart anything off with the store. Uh, me and my manager talked about it. We actually sold the collection to an on- online retailer, and uh, we ended up with about, I think, almost $10,000 in store credit, which actually funded the whole entire Magic the Gathering, you know, venture. <laughs> Just in a snap of a finger, we were we were in. And um, uh, it, it didn't take long. I think we made, uh, you know, uh, core, you know, gateway within a couple weeks, you know, so on and so forth. We advanced very, very quickly. And, um, uh, you know, you know, we, we started having, you know, 76 man Friday night magic, stuff like that. Um, or, or pre-releases and huge Friday. I mean, just turnouts were ridiculous. And, uh, it's been really going ever since we're in a new location now. Cause I got into the video game part of the business, but we kept the card shop, you know, because, um, it's, it's the only one in, uh, within like 45 miles. And, uh, we're, we're a town of only 18,000 people, and the fact that uh, we have an advanced level card shop is a testament to my players. You know, uh, the players, if it wasn't for them, you don't even have a business, and I can't stress that enough. Uh, if, you, if you don't appreciate your customers, you don't take care of them, you're not going to be in business long. I mean, you got you got to really take care of them and appreciate your customers. So anyway, that's the long and short. That's, that's the short version of the story. No, I appreciate <laughs> that. I appreciate it a lot. You know, I mean, you're advancing your customers. You know, I've talked about that in the past how your customers are your lifeblood and you take really good care of them. Um, we'll touch on that later on, but Hey, you know, thanks for the inspiring story. You know, it's kind of neat that you end up doing a buy list to another online store, uh, for a massive amount of store credit, which actually kind of bootstrapped and launched your, your own company. That's really cool that, um, it's almost like anything, you know, whatever it takes uh, mentality. I like that a lot. So, and plus the stories, hearing about that, you know, can uh, help change the hearts and their thought processes of others that can also maybe breathe inspiration to other retailers or even try to find uh, other stores who try to become more successful too. So uh, for those that are listening that don't know who you are or Ge- Geeks MTG is, um, including the video game side, okay, how long have you been doing your thing as a retailer? Well, I've, been, I've been actually been self-employed since 1996 um, in, in the uh, computer industry and um, starting in about 2008 in the uh, cell phone, you know, console, cell phone, tablet repair industry. Um, video games went from 2005 to 2013. I uh, started with, uh, I made my first sale on TCG Player via Crystal Commerce on uh, February 2nd of 2012. So it's been uh, over six years now. That's awesome. But like 22 years total being a retailer. Yeah, it's, it's being your own boss is fun, but sometimes you eat the chicken, sometimes you eat the feathers. Hey, you know, it's funny. I, mean, <laughs> like, hey, I get it. Like, well, some folks, you know, they only, they, it's usually like two years, you know, but 22 years, like there's something that you're doing that's, you know, successful, that's keeping you in business, that's putting food in the table, building your nest egg for the future, you know, giving back and also employing people in your community as well um can you kind of tell me what some of those secrets are well i mean first off you got to want it i mean dude i mean seriously if, if to get into this business is not for the faint of heart um if, for anybody who's thinking about ever getting into their own business i say jump i say just jump in the water what's the worst you can do you can, you're gonna fail and you can't be successful unless you fail and i've, I've had failures um not many but you know um but but you can't really grow and until you learn you know where your scripts have been and um it, it really it's about it's really truly and genuinely about love for the customers and um you know this um 
you know, th- this business that we're in, you know, the electronic side and the uh, card side, um, you know, in, in all honesty, the, the, um, you got you just got to treat your customers with respect. I treat mine like they're members of my family. I mean, I've, I've got some of my players who are, you know, of age and everything, of course, uh, we'll, we'll have a tournament. We'll go out and have some drinks later. You know, we'll hang out. Um, you know, we talk outside of the shop. Um, if anybody wants to, you know, talk about a personal problem, I'm always there for them. I'm, I'll listen to them. I'll give advice because, you know, I'm, I'm 47 years old. And a lot of these uh, guys look to me for advice and I'm, I'm willing to give what I can. But um, on the same coin, you know, it's um, the, the customer service in this industry, uh, especially on the electronic side, is not known for having the most customer friendly people. So, you know, um, you know, when customers come in, if you don't acknowledge them, if you don't, uh, you know, engage them, if, if you don't treat them well, I mean, they'll walk because uh, you have to treat them like they're not used to being treated, Yeah, which is, you know, uh, they, they come in, I say hi to every one of them. Um, I'll sit down, you know, if, if I'm busy pulling orders or something, customer comes in and says, hey, man, you want to play a game of standard, modern, or whatever. It's like, sure, let's play. Because, I mean, that's, that's what the card shop side of this is all about. Is, uh, is is about about the game and uh, and uh, for anybody who's, who uh, is considering getting into the you know getting into the business and actually doesn't play um, you know especially magic because that's the biggest one um, you got to learn to play dude um, you, you, you can't you cannot own a store and not play um, but your customers your customers want to see you play and uh, I don't I don't play because my customers want to see me play I play because I learned to love the game, and I mean, uh, you know, I'm, I'm like the, I'm like the jankiest player in the store, because you know I don't have time, a lot of time to focus on, you know, building, you know, like the best decks out there. I like to build just the crappiest stuff and see if it flies. But uh, the customers, you know, the players are like family, and uh, that that's really the key to it is, um, you know, I ain't saying have them over to your house for dinner, although that has happened, um, but you know, just just. Treat them like you want to be treated. Treat them with respect, and uh, you know, treat them as if they are the most important people to your store because they are. No, that's, and, that's um, huge. And if you, you know, a lot, a lot of the things I hear is you know, uh, you know, somebody may you know decide to start a magic store. They they build it up, they hire some people, and then they walk away, go do something else. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they got a part time job, that's that's totally fine. Uh, but you you got to be involved. Um, I'm involved in every facet of everything that goes on in my store. Everything. And, um, that's, that's, that's pretty much it. (laughs) No, I mean, that's, that's great. Um, you know, it, (laughs) you know, I used to be in a, in a industry, a service industry myself, besides crystal commerce, where we had a lot of face to face time. And one thing that you talked about that resonates with me is the SOPs or standard operating procedures about when that door opens and that person takes that first step onto your carpet or onto your, you know, square footage. And it's kind of like, you're going to drop everything you do, but at least they're going to get an announcement saying, hello, welcome to Geeks MTG, things like that. So I love hearing that, you know, that you're really engaged with the store as soon as that door opens. That's fantastic. It's like you got your spidey senses on. Well, yeah, you got to look at it from a customer's point of view. If you walk into a store and, um, you know, there's, there's nothing going on because especially like morning times, you know, we open at 10, um, nothing going on. If a customer walks in there and they start walking around your, your shelves and everything, they're looking and you don't say hi to them. They're going to walk around a little bit more and, uh, you still don't say anything and you're busy, you know, 
pulling orders or watching YouTube or whatever. And I walk around and you haven't said anything to them. They're going to walk. And guess what? You've lost that customer. They're never coming back. Mm-hmm. They will They will drive 45 miles away just for somebody to say hi to them. Yeah, yeah. That's no joke. They're looking for community. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. They want to be part of something. And, uh, you know, we, we have a great community. I mean, it's our community is very unusual. Um, the youngest players that we have that play there regularly um, are graduating high school next week. Our, our average player base is – you know, 20 to 40, mm-hmm. you know, pretty good age range. Um, you know, it's, uh, so we really have no, not many children that actually play in our store. Are you doing anything special for the graduates? Um, no, not really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I've only got two of them. Uh, I've given these guys so much store credit. Uh, and, and I'll tell you what, these, these, these two are, they're actually twins and, um, they're, they're graduating high school next week. Uh, they, they've come in on, they're off time, and they have, uh, you know, they've all, always offered to help. Oh, hey, you need help pulling orders. You need help with cards away. You need help sorting or whatever. They're always willing to jump in and help out. And of course, you know, I give them store credit, and they see some cards they want. They snag them for commander or whatever, and you know, they just uh, work it off over time. So uh, that's uh, that's that's a really good uh, suggestion to uh, to other stores. You know, I'm sure a lot of stores do that. I mean, I can't see where they wouldn't, but. Um, you know, get, get your players to help you. I mean, who knows the game better than players? Um, that's kind of a split decision. Some people say uh, the best people to hire are not Magic players because they don't look at the cards. They don't see cards they want. But when you're talking about learning set symbols and everything, you take somebody who's completely, you know, ignorant to the game. Um, that's kind of hard, especially when you're talking about dealing with the white border stuff. Sure. You, know, you end up with stuff in the wrong boxes and, and uh, everything else. It could just be a huge mess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Plus, probably, you know, if you're not passionate about the product, maybe you're not able to actually, you know, transfer that passion of the game to another person, which actually maybe flip the person's decision making. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, absolutely, hundred percent. No, that's huge. So, twenty-two years in the retail game, like Kevin, when you wake up in the morning, like what keeps you laser focused on your goals when you wake up each and every day to to do to do this you know because uh, it's a grind you being a retailer right so like how, what do you do to say um, what helps me get up in the morning <laughs> well since I own a, you know since we're a car shop uh, I don't wake up at six in the morning to uh, to go to work um, man that's 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 actually a real tough question I've been doing this so long that it's just automatic it's you know it's it just I don't really even think about it it's I, I mean, I love my business. Um, it gets exhausting and tiring at times, but um, it, it's just um, it's just uh, automatic. Um, so really you got passion for that. For that. <laughs> well, so, you know, if you're just you know, it's automatic. Maybe it's got a big, huge passion for for the community. I mean, it sounds like you're really in tune with your customers, and so oh yeah, you know, I know every, I, I know just uh, unless they're brand new, I know everybody by name. Um, I don't, I don't need to, uh, you know, when I'm checking in for tournaments, I just know everybody. So, and, you know, and like I said, most, most card shops uh, are, or at least should be, you know, where they know their players. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, every store, um, they, every store has their strengths and weaknesses. Uh, to me, I mean, you come across as a business owner that embraces, they're really good at, uh, a hundred percent in one thing or a few things and they go hundred percent in that direction. Um, not really focusing on you know weaknesses that you may have 
Uh, you're just going with what you're great at. Uh, right. There's a few things I would like to ask you. Um, so if we can give the listeners um, who are either up and coming into the business or those that just want to grow, um, I'm kind of fire a few questions for you. So, sure. Um, Kevin, if you were to take a deep dive into your proficiencies of the store, what are some of those strengths of Geeks MTG to you? Um, well, um, I'll, I'll uh, preface this by saying that uh, before I got uh, before I came self-employed in '96, I was in the Air Force. Uh, I was an air traffic controller, and uh, one thing that that taught me was how to coordinate, how to organize, how to um, you know, just do things a certain way. Um, from the time we got on with Crystal Commerce, um, we have, uh, and this is going to make some people cringe, we inventory every card. Uh, we inventory tokens. We inventory the cheapest commons. We inventory every single card. doesn't matter if the, if the card, uh, it, you know, they can't sell if they're sitting in a box on your shelf. So that, and that's the mentality I have. And that's, that's, I'd say that's the biggest thing, um, uh, as far as, um, uh, my, my proficiency, uh, on the store is like, yeah, we inventory every card. And, um, the, uh, at, at the absolute most, uh, we, we've done over 70,000 sales in the last six years. Um, uh, between in-store and TCG player, we've, we finally hit uh, 50k sales, which was a huge milestone for me, um, earlier this year. Uh, so, uh, you know, 20,000 in store, 50,000 online. So it kind of tells you where you know, most of our sales come from. Um, and since we inventory every card, um, you can, you know, we, we ship a lot of orders. Uh, and, uh, the, uh, because of the organization, if you keep your store organized and everything, well, um, I've, I've known stores that have had, you know, eight, nine people, you know, pulling and processing and shipping and packing and everything else. Um, at our, back in about 2012, when I say uh, when I had the most staff working for me, um, there was no more than three people ever involved in the magic side of the business. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, we're you know we're shipping I think I don't know, a couple thousand orders a month, and uh, it's me and my son. Love That's it. it. Love it. Just, just us. Uh, I, I have customers come in and, and you know uh, you, you got to target what's important. You know, uh, I'll have customer, you know, players come in. They want to do some sorting for store credit, help put cards away, do some, you know, you know, clean up stuff and everything. As far as like putting cards in boxes, putting inventory away, stuff like that. Um, but as far as like, you know, the order fulfillment and everything, um, it's it's pretty much me and my son and uh, you know the the, uh, the twins that I was telling you about that are graduating. They they've helped out quite a bit, but um, it's it's kind of here and there, you know, whenever they can. So. Um, you know, there, there's some stores who just inventory the good cards. Um, I, I have found that selling junk cards online is very profitable. Actually, it's uh, it's all on how you price it. It's all about how you uh, ship and pack it. Um, you know, uh, TCG raised their minimum quant- uh, minimum order size to two dollars, which was, uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure every store that sold on TCG Player rejoiced when they when they did that. Oh yeah. Uh, personally, I wish they'd raise it to like three or five. Uh, because um, then all of my store owners could probably retire in the next 15, 20 years. <laughs> but, um, um, you know, $2 is a good start. And, um, but, uh, you know, your, your, you know, your tokens and your, and your uh, uncommons and commons can be profitable uh, if you focus on uh, the fact that you do quantity, you know, quantity sales, you know, bulk. Yeah. So you don't have to just get rid of all your cards. Awesome. Well, I appreciate that. So here's a tough one. Like everybody loves this one, right? 
But um, if you're thinking about, you know, your your this business, Geeks MTG, um, if you were to think about all the actions and the inactions that you did or didn't do when you first started doing the magic thing with Geeks MTG, um, then if you had the chance to have a serious conversation with the old you growing this business, what would you tell yourself? What advice would you give yourself? So basically, if I could go back to my old self and say, hey, don't do this or do this. Yeah, this is like, you know, Spock, Leonard Nimoy talking to the newest Spock uh, in uh, Star Trek here, you know? Right on, right on. All right. um, Well, one thing I would have definitely done is gone back and told myself not to sell that $20,000 collection to the online retailer. Really? I, I would not have done it. Really? I mean, it, it did. It jump started. If I would have just kept those and just kept them in the store, uh, it, it would have eventually, you know, uh, it would have been, it would have been better. Um, that, that I would have done that differently. Um, let's see. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't change anybody I ever hired. Uh, everybody's been great. Really? Um, That's awesome. You know what? Um, Oh, yeah, here we go. My, my customers who hear this will love this one. If I could go back and tell myself, don't do something, uh, back in uh, 2014, I would have gone back and told myself, or 2013, I would have gone back and told myself, don't get married for the third time. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's, that's the biggest thing. Don't get married for the third time, dude. Don't do it. It was terrible. Was it? Yeah. yeah. It was, it was yeah. bad for my dad, too. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't always have to be. Uh, it, it, it related to card shop because my customers were like, "What is he doing? Why is he doing this?" And yeah, I, I, that was a huge error. You were in love, man. No, I thought I, 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 I thought I was. Okay, fair enough. I was stupid. That was stupid. I paid stupid tax that year, oh, for gosh. sure. Oh, <laughs> well, anything else that Kevin would tell Kevin? Uh, no, that's that's pretty much it. Everything so those, else has been uh, those are key things. Everything else go just just you know just the way it. Uh, I wouldn't have changed anything else. Okay. So the other week, you know, I were talking about your customers and how loyal they are to you. Um, from my understanding, like your customers are really vocal and they tell you their feelings and how they keep coming back in for more. Um, what did you do, or how did you cultivate this kind of culture inside your store? Um, they're all my friends and friends and friends tell you what's on their mind. All, all the customers. I know everyone on my name. They're all customers. If I see them out, I say hi to them. And I'm just, that, that's it. I know every one of them. Gotcha. I know every, every single player that comes in that store, I know their name. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, but and that's it. And, uh, they, yeah, they don't, you know, because, uh, we have that, we have that kind of relationship between, you know, you know, store owner and customer, um, since we have that, that, you know, personal relationship there, uh, they don't mind telling me what's on their mind. And I, I really appreciate that. Sometimes I wish they would do it a little more. Um, and, um, you know, because I don't know, you know, you don't know what to fix unless somebody tells you, Hey, you know, this sucks. <laughs> you know, your story kind of tells me, it reminds me of a TV show back in the eighties and nineties called cheers. Oh yeah. <laughs> Everybody knows your Everybody name. Knows your name. Are you That's Ted? It. You're Ted, aren't you? <laughs> so I've been married three times, so yeah, I guess I, I guess you can say so. Oh man! <laughs> so 
18,000 people are inside your town. It's a small town. Yeah. You're running big events. We're talking 76-man events, things like that well, early well, on. Those, those, those events were at the old location. Um, I think we, you know, a couple times a year we'll, we'll hit a 50-man event. Yeah. You know, so 50 is about our, our biggest one we run at the new location, which is okay. Yeah. Um, it's a uh, you know fifty people in a new location with only two people versus seventy six man location at the old location with a staff of twelve in the entire store you know three on magic you know uh, every, uh, you know other people everywhere else um, yeah um, when you compare the uh, financial responsibility of that um, I'll t- I'll take a fifty man event over the old store any day yeah sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's a lot easier on the budget. <laughs> sure. So a lot of stores I work with, especially with startups, you know, they're running between, you know, a handful of events total per week to several. Um, it sounds like you're running all kinds of events. How many events do you run every single week without batting an eye? Um, you know, we, we fire a standard event on Tuesday. Uh, now, uh, let me preface this by saying we, we only do magic events. Okay. Um, you know, I, I do sell Pokemon Yu-Gi-Oh singles. Um, that's pretty much, and I'm, I'm starting to get into comics as well. You know, we do Funko Pops and all that other stuff for walk-in traffic. They, you know, walk in, grab something, go. But um, uh, the core of the story is magic. I mean, that's that's the, the the meat, the potatoes, the dessert, the beverage. That's everything. I mean, magic is where it's at. And uh, we, you know, I've tried uh, kind of getting into doing some Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh events, but it's not big in our area. There's just not enough people. And uh, most of the ones that do play that, they just play at home on their, on their tabletop and uh, trying to get them in the store. It's kind of like converting a casual player over to constructed. It's, uh, it's, it's almost impossible. Um, but, uh, uh, it's, uh, uh, it, it's, it's a challenge. Um, yeah, we got a, a good Facebook group, which all of our, most of our players are in. What's it uh, called? That's how we communicate. Uh, Geeksmtg.com. That's Facebook, Facebook group. Page. Yeah, and it's open to all Magic players. Uh, yeah, we have we have some we have some pretty good conversations. A uh, lot of lot of different opinions uh, when new cards come out, of course. Uh, it's just a good place to just talk about Magic and uh, and um, but uh, you know we've maintained the advanced level status. Uh, uh, when we moved over to the new store, we had uh, we had got advanced level pro, and uh, because I think uh, last year we didn't have a fifty man event, uh, we we got dropped down to advanced level. But we're maintaining that really well. Uh, we're doing uh, you know events uh, four days a week, and then I've got uh, basically one day where my son does D and D, and then I got two short days where I just do other stuff in the store. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. We're you know we're doing pro tour qualifiers. We got one. We got a pro tour qualifier coming up June thirtieth uh, at the store. So um, that's uh, hoping to get a good uh, a good turnout for that. We got a really good judging staff coming. Uh, some of my favorite judges are coming up to do that for us. Which uh, I, I put it on that day because the judges I wanted were available. Is your ju- is and your that, judge that, pretty popular in the industry? What's that? Is your judge pretty popular in the industry? Uh, no, he's just from local area. He's a level two judge. Um, uh, just, um, just a really great guy. Um, um, and, uh, the guys he brings along with him, we did a charity event last October for a magic player out of Missouri who, uh, is 26 years old, years old and he had cancer and it just broke my heart. And, uh, I became friends with the guy, you know, online and everything, talked to him and we held a charity event, uh, raised about, uh, I want to say it was around a thousand dollars for him mm-hmm. and um a tcg player kicked in they sent you know some hoodies and some uh some 
booster packs and everything for him. And, um, you know, we uh, put it in a box and shipped it to him. And, uh, unfortunately he wasn't able to make it to the event. And unfortunately he passed away, um, a few months later. And, um, but, uh, you know, a lot of us, you know, came to know him and everything. And, uh, but the judges that are coming for our PPTQ came and volunteered their services for that, uh, for that charity event, which was really awesome. That, that was great of them. Oh, that's wonderful. Sorry about the loss, my friend. He was a really good dude. He, he, you know, he, he was going to sell his magic collection to basically pay for his, his, his therapy needed. Yeah. His uh, chemo and everything. And, um, a lot of stores, a lot of stores, uh, run Missouri area. Um, uh, I think some in Memphis, uh, a lot of stores heard about it and they, you know, they had events and, uh, he was able to make some of them, but there was a lot of money raised and, uh, uh, he did get he he did get to take a trip to try to get the therapy and unfortunately it just um, it, it just didn't help mm. and it was just too late so uh, you know uh, it, it's it, it was a really good guy gotcha well that's great Whew. um those are always touching stories man <laughs> so gosh dang it I mean, I mean, you got it I mean it hits right in the feels man I mean you gotta you know especially you know, if it's a local player especially if you got somebody uh you know, um, it was kind of, you know, having some, having some troubles or whatever, having some uh, medical issues or whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's you gotta, you gotta help those guys out. You gotta do what you can for them. That kind of ties you know, you in with your whole, you can't, fix every, you can't fix everything, but you gotta at least try to help a little bit, you know? Yeah. That kind of ties in with your whole, like what part of your big piece of your success, which is giving back to the community. Those actually feed you as a company. That's right. Yeah. That's huge. Um, I haven't, I haven't done, I haven't really, you know, I've done, stuff for magic players i mean i haven't really done a lot for my community as far as like you know uh because you know we're in a small town that's uh um uh i won't say that magic's not really received well by the most of the public but you know it's it's like in a lot of places you know they you know you mentioned magic or you mentioned stuff like that you know they uh they automatically think it's, it's a stereotype just sure. like a lot of the other things I had, I had one guy in the store one day come in and said what do you guys do here and i explained it to him and he said, what's the name of your business? He was just a random guy. And um, <laughs> this this is how I give back. Um, he said, uh, <laughs> I told him, I said, the Geek 70 G, he goes, huh. And there was a couple players, you know, a couple of my buddies were there playing, you know, a couple of my friends are big dudes. And uh, he looks at it, he goes, looks like you ought to call it Grandma's Basement. <laughs> I looked at him and said, how'd you like me to knock you in the mouth? I said, I, I was not happy about that because you're stereotyping Right, and and, and that's, that's that's you know this this that that's that's probably one thing about uh, uh, owning a, a card shop that irritates me the most is um, people who don't know what we do here, and I know this happens a lot of places. It has to um, people who don't know a lot about the stereotyping the people that are into it, and uh, that's that's absolute crap. And uh, I, I would hope any any you know store owners or even players hear that stuff kind of stuff going on. I'd, like to think that they would say something about it, put a stop to it or whatever. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's, 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 that's bad for the business. I mean, the thing is though, like you guys, you store owners, you guys are giving a safe haven for kids to go to, you know, keeping kids off the streets and, uh, keeping away from things. They probably get them in more trouble or, you know, just waste of time. But that's fantastic. You provide that kind of service. Well, you know how the old adage goes. If, if you, uh, if you get kids into magic, they can't afford drugs. I didn't know that one. I just learned one. <laughs> if you get kids into magic, they can They don't have any more money. They don't have any money for drugs. That's awesome. I love it. <laughs> so yes, it's, it's definitely a good for Um, 
So, Kevin, online traffic, it's important for you, uh, especially when your doors are closed for your business. Um, you have built a culture with your customers, uh, especially for your website too. Um, so they go to your direct website, geeksmtg.com, over any marketplace when your store's lights are out. That's pretty big. Like they're going to you, number one. Um, how did you make that happen inside your store? Well, you guys. Okay. Well, besides, <laughs> besides us providing the tools, okay, because we shameless, provide the tools. Shameless, shameless plug for Chris for Commerce. Yeah, you guys do give us the tools. You give us the tools we need. You make you guys have the software that makes it possible for my customer to sit at home at three in the morning with a stack of uh, magic cards sure. and put those cards into the buy list, put them in the order that they're supposed to go in on the buy list, and and drop them off at my store at eleven in the morning on their way to work. Sure. And say, here, stick this in my account. And then that same night they get off work if you know, we're not having anything going to the store if it's a short day or they just can't just don't have time to make it because you know the wife wants them home for dinner. Um, they they go home they get their credit in their account now they can shop for the cards they want. They stop by the store the next day they pick them up. Mm-hmm. It's it's phenomenal and I mean that that is one of the that is literally the the buy list and the ability to actually buy and pick up and pay in store and the uh, wish list are the three best tools. That, that are available to local players. And if, 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 if it's not being, I, now I, I, how I built the culture is I trained my customers. Okay. If they come up, they come up, if they come up with a big stack of cards, that goes, Hey, can you, uh, can I trade these in? Uh, there's a, uh, uh, well, it used to be laptops. So I go over the laptop there, put them in the buy list, put them in order and then bring them back up. Uh huh. I've got, I got tons of stuff to do and I don't have time to go through a stack of 200 cards you know, one at a time and then sort, you know, put them in by, you know, back by set order and everything in a buy list and then go back and re-verify everything. Uh-huh. That's, I mean, they're wanting to trade them into me. And so they use, they use the tablet and trade them in. Now, if it's a couple cards, I don't mind. Yeah. You know, I'll just, I'll do it right on the fly. They get a big stack. I mean, they, they should create a buy list and, and the software allows us to do that. Um, which is something I didn't have, uh, which I'm sure we'll talk about here in a minute, uh, which I didn't have before I came back to personal commerce. Yeah. Got a little segue there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, as you know, like, I'm pretty transparent, and I have zero issues with showing our vulnerability here um, because, as everybody knows from previous on this podcast here, uh, they all know that you left our platform for a little while. Uh, but for the listeners, I think that's important that they hear this from you. Um, several months ago, you left Crystal Commerce to try another platform, okay? Um, would you tell the listeners uh, why you left Crystal Commerce for TCG Player Pro, for example? Um, well, you know, uh, I, I think I left in, I want to say it was like somewhere around June of 2017 is when I left Crystal Commerce. I believe it's, it's give or take a month. It was within that time frame. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lot of, there was a lot of issues with the, uh, the biggest issue for me was the, the, the market prices were not even remotely close to being right. I mean, so when I was going through and trying to do batch updates and everything, my prices were way wrong and I was either, uh, not selling anything or I was selling everything. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it, was, it was just, it was kind of causing uh, quite a bit of issues. Um, um, and then I got a call from, uh, Chetty Hampson, who I think so much of, uh, Chetty's a great guy. I've had, uh, that, 
you know, I, I give a short testament to him too. Um, you know, being the owner of TCD player, I mean, from day one, that guy's always made himself available. If there's an issue, I, I could always call Chetty and say, Hey, I got a problem. Mm-hmm. And, and that also goes in line when I, the, all the years I was with Crystal Commerce selling on TCD player, if I had a problem on the TCD side, I'll call him up and we just have a conversation. Um, you know, he'd ask for suggestions, you know, things that, you know, and I'm sure he does a lot of store owners ask what, you know, what they could do to make things better. Um, so he, he, he called me, contacted me one day. He goes, Hey, we're doing this uh, TCD player pro thing. Um, you know, this is this is what it's all about. What can you do? You know, what what do you what do you think of it? And I, uh, I, I honestly, you know, I, I kind of regret it, and I kind of don't. But I, I jumped ship on Crystal Commerce. Um, I went to uh, TCD Player Pro. Um, uh, I I kind of went in, kind of expecting more down the line. Um, you know, like uh, I, I think my biggest uh, my biggest constant gripes where you know there's no buy list there's no uh, the wish list i wouldn't worry about there's no buy list my customers can't log in and see their store credit um you know there's some you know some uh, batching issues uh there's a software called Quicklist where unless you have a scanner you got to put in you know each card at a time uh which is kind of cumbersome um i mean they're on the right path but i think they're just I, I think they have a. I think they just have more work to do before they get to where they want to be. But Machetti um, uh, and Megan and Jan and, and the whole staff over there have always been really nice and really helpful. But um, it, it, it gets to a point where when you when there's tools that you need and your customers are griping at you and saying, uh, I, I would I would sit at home and I take my, my laptop that I use at work is also at home. I, I take it back and forth to work every day. Because that's where everything is. Mm-hmm. And um, eight o'clock at night, Facebook Messenger goes off. Ding! Hey, what's my store credit? How much store credit do I have? Like, uh, okay, let me go to my spreadsheet, find your name, give your store credit amount. Because you know, I I, I had uh, exported my customer list out of Crystal Commerce, and uh, that way I could maintain, you know, I could keep up with everybody's store credit. Yeah. Um, so I had to create, I had to keep it up with a spreadsheet, which, I mean, there were errors. I mean, there, there were some errors here and there that customers would say, Hey, I got $20 of credit, right? It's like, ah, I show you got zero. No, I have $20 of credit in my account. And, and, you know, I, I know that they had to be right because, you know, they, a lot of my customers keep up with it and a lot don't, but, uh, the ones that don't would just message me at all hours and, you know, it's like, Hey, what's my store credit? Uh, that became, I, I don't mind anyone messaging me at night, but it's like, uh, when I was with Crystal Commerce, um, before, it's like, hey, you know, they just log in. You know, there's your store credit. Use it. It's, it's available right now. Um, most I'd ever get was, uh, hey, I forgot my password. Can you change it for me? Which is also phenomenal. Um, but uh, that and the, uh, you know, the customer... Uh, Customer, I, when, when I went TCD Pro, the number of buy orders that people were submitting to the store uh, drastically dropped. I mean, drastically. Like I, I'm, I'm talking like fifty percent. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was it was not a good thing. And I, uh, I, I gave as much time as I could. And I, like I said, I think they're on the right path. They're doing what they want to do. Um, and there's some uh, third party developers that are working with them. But uh, when it came time to actually make a decision on it. 
Um, I had a choice, you know, had an opportunity to go on to a software called Ion, I think it was, mm-hmm. and uh, stay with TCG Pro or go back to Crystal Commerce, which obviously uh, I made the right move because uh, now my I, I, I had more buy orders in the first two months of being back with Crystal Commerce than I did in the entire, I think, eight months, nine months I was gone with TCG Player. That's awesome. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's I, – I, there's a lot of other platforms, you know, not, you, you guys interface the best way because, you know, when a new set comes out, when spoilers come out, you make them immediately available for input, you know, for import. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, I mean, that's, that's what we need. I mean, you know, the only other thing to be better is like, Hey, you know, they're putting in, creating the categories for us, but I mean, you guys can't do everything. <laughs> hey, we, <laughs> we can can't try. do everything. <laughs> you know? you know, we're going to create the categories. Hell, let's price them for them too. You know, it's, you know, you know, that's up to us. That's our, that's our job to decide, you know, what prices are, where we want, you know, how, how do we want to, uh, you know, construct our category tree and everything, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, uh, the, the inability to customize the front end of the page, which was generic through pretty much everybody on TCG uh, Pro, everybody, everybody's website looks the same. So there's no unique identity. There's no, you know, there's nothing special. Hey, by the way, go to geeksmtg.com to go take a look at that website, by the way. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Check it out. Yeah, <laughs> they, they did a great job. Yeah, when I came back, you guys did uh, did the, the, the site for me, took care of it, got it all up going. And um, I, um, uh, was it Paul? Paul's 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 support no, team, like, yeah. yeah. God bless him. I'll tell you what, man. Um, I, I When I left TCG, I had to download a spreadsheet of all of my all of my inventory. Yeah. And guys, if you're listening out there, give a, a, a clap while you're listening to this, even though he can't hear you. Paul actually went through and took you know, I, I zeroed out all my inventory that was before on Crystal Commerce. He actually took it and dropped it into place on T, on uh, Crystal Commerce for me. And that right there was that, that that you want to talk about the epitome of customer service. That was I mean Chris Pi Five to Paul, let me tell you. Huge. Huge. I'll be That's sure to give him one. He'll love that when he hears us. So everybody okay. loves a, everybody loves a Chris five five. That's right. <laughs> Especially when you connect. So, um, you know, kind of, I think we kind of heard it in there. But was there anything else that made you decide to come back to Crystal Commerce? Um, the customer service is awesome. Um, you know, I've never had a problem uh, getting a hold of anybody with Crystal Commerce. Um, really, it's you know. You know, the three biggest things, um, or four biggest things, you know, website, uh, website appearance, buy list, wish list, um, you know, price control, stuff like that. I mean, it's, um, I mean, you guys, everything about Crystal Commerce makes it easier. And, uh, yeah, I know you guys are, you know, always got something in the works and, uh, I'm making things better. Um, and I'm, I'm sure whatever that is will be great. But, um, that was pretty much it. Okay. Uh, there was, there was tools I desperately, there were tools I desperately needed in my business and I just wasn't getting it. Yeah. Uh, so I had to come back to where the tools were. Gotcha. So actually I had a question for you. Like, so earlier you mentioned that you used the, the, the ion scanner. So to add, well, your, well, to add your inventory, well, that, is it faster well, to add the inventory using our platform or using the scanner? Well, the ion thing was, um, was a, a, a software platform similar to you guys that, yeah. that apparently just had it, but it was called quick list and that uh, software you downloaded. And then, uh, you had to do them by hand. Um, but it was very, there was a lot of clicking. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you wanted to make it faster, you could get the, I think it's a Fujitsu scanner. Um, of course, you know, I, 
heard all kinds of numerous issues about jamming, about damaging cards, about you know having to tape up the rollers and everything to make sure the cards went through without damaging them and stuff like that. I never bought a scanner because I'm, I'm a pretty fast. Oh, gotcha. I, mean, I type I type like 104 words a minute or so. So um, you know, but the interface with the uh, the the POS on Crystal Commerce. Uh, putting in cards for buy orders versus the quick list is way, way easier, simpler. You can actually, you know, you see the image, which is kind of important, especially when you're looking at cards that have multiple prints. Yep. Uh, you know, that's, uh, that, that's definitely important. So, uh, yeah, the, I, 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 I couldn't wait to get quick list off my computer. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> So, I mean, for those that are thinking about coming back to Crystal Commerce or even starting maybe just to use Crystal Commerce, um, the greatest benefit to you, I mean, it sounds like the buy list, but, you know, your experience, like what would be the biggest thing why someone should come back or come aboard? You know, it's, it's all about personal preference. Uh, I, I know customers that are personally, you know, perfectly happy with the, the other platforms they're on. Um you know, I, I love TCG Player. Um, uh, that's, you know, I, I do a lot of my sales through them, and I'm, I'm sure they appreciate the business. I know they do. Um, but um, you know, it's just it, every, every store is different. Every store store owner is different. Everything. Um, the the basic tools are are you know, I would think are in common. But um, everybody runs their business a different way. We all have a different way of uh, pulling orders. We all have a different way of packing orders. Uh, we all order different kinds of supplies. I mean, nobody, no, no one store does it exactly like another store. Mm-hmm. You know, we all have our different, and we all learn this by, you know, just running the business and figure out what works best for us. So, um, um, I, you know, I, I can't, um, you know, my personal story, uh, maybe, you know, a decision for somebody to uh, come back and they may just say, you know what, I, I really don't want to go through that and I'm, I'm perfectly happy where I am. But uh, yeah, it's 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 hard to really say. This is why anybody should you know come back. Um, I, I'm personally happy to be back, and uh, um, uh, I, I couldn't imagine doing it any other way now uh, because it's it works for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, keeping a balance between like your you know how you diversify your business, um, your customers, like the ones that are loyal to you in the brick and mortar store they use your website a lot uh but you mentioned earlier you're keeping a balance between integrated sales and direct website sales or actually you know not putting all your eggs in one basket for example but you're you know you're spreading yourself out which is good um of course building your brand with the direct website like your customers though like what's most like what's the biggest benefits your customers are getting from your direct website um Oh, well, and this is actually a, a big thing too. Um, uh, even if even if a card's not in stock, my customers know what the price is based on my website. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's that's huge because them being able to do that means that they're not going to another site. They're not going to Star City, okay, and looking up a price on a card mm-hmm. because the price Star City sells a card for doesn't matter when they're trading in store or trading amongst other players. Uh, what matters is what the store is given. So that that is uh, invaluable right there that they can actually do that. Um, um, uh, that that's just so important to be able to know what the price of every single card is without actually even if it's not an inventory. And you know uh, I, I'm not sure how other stores do it. Well, like I said, everybody does it different. Um, I generally run two two price updates a day. Um, it takes me about 
I don't know, about five minutes to launch each one. And I do one in the morning and one in the evening. And I just run, you know, that way I, I keep my prices as updated as possible. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't miss anything. So. Okay. Yeah, that's that's huge. Um, like so, Customers are really, 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 really happy to have the, the uh, Crystal Commerce site back. I mean, they, they, they could not be happy. I mean, they couldn't stress enough how happy they were. I actually had, I've actually had customers come back and start playing again and trading again now that we have that back up. So I've actually, I've actually gained some old business that I had lost. Really? Yeah. How they make you feel? Really, really good. <laughs> really, really happy. I bet. I bet. <laughs> it's really uh, good to see some. I hadn't seen like you know maybe a year or so. It's like, man, I'm so glad you're back. Remember that time a few years ago when we were at this GP and we were playing these decks and this that. And yeah, I mean, it, you know, it's see some people I hadn't seen in a while, and it's you know, there's a lot of players that that uh, you know I haven't seen in a while and. You know, maybe I'll see them stroll back in the store one day because you know nobody really ever quits magic, really. No, I mean they may they may quit for three months, they may quit for three or four years, but eventually, you know, most of them come back. Yep, I did. You know, they don't call it they don't call it cardboard crack for a reason. Yep, for I nothing. Agree you know? <laughs> I agree with that, hundred percent. Um, those all listeners going to hopefully hear this and see this, so I we'll make sure we get you know your business spotlight out there. Um, but I do want to ask you. You know, you've been with us for almost several years, besides a small stint when you tried another platform. Um, you know, you have goals you're trying to reach and things like that. Um, we're hoping that Crystal Commerce, we're trying to help you achieve your goals each and every day. Um, but if somebody is looking to you, you may possibly use our service. If you don't mind, like, would you mind telling the people, like, why maybe they should consider using Crystal Commerce in the future? Oh, absolutely. If, if anybody's listening and uh, they're not using anything right now, let's say they're ju- you're just selling in store. Um, even if you're just selling in store, it, it, Crystal Commerce can be used. I mean, you don't have to sell on, on TCG or eBay or Amazon. You don't have to sell on any of those places. Um, you can just sell in store with it. And, uh, you know, it keeps your inventory tight. It keeps it accurate. Um, makes your customers real happy. Your customers will love you, and uh, if anybody uh, if anybody wants to uh, see the kiosk thing that I've built up, which is really awesome, actually, um, I, I just bought a, a full size iPad. Um, I put it in a metal enclosure, uh, bolted it down to the counter, and uh, got a permanent you know permanent uh, power to it, and uh, got a Bluetooth keyboard. Uh, you know, you can actually spin it sideways, face up, and uh, with the iPad, I actually lock it into the uh, to Google Chrome for Crystal Commerce. Um, it's a great little, it's a great little kiosk. Um, I think I got it for, I think I built it for less than 300 bucks. So if anybody else out there uh, still using laptops and stuff like that, um, uh, I'll tell you, it's, it's a space saver. And if anybody wants pictures of it or, you know, what equipment I bought, feel free to, you know, shoot me a message on Facebook or, um, or, you know, you know, you just look up GeeksMTG, you can get a hold of me. It's easy. Hey, Shoot me a picture. I'll have Nikki from our marketing team include that in the visual of the podcast as well. You got it. I'll do that. It's 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 really. really I bought it all on Amazon. I had it in two days, and uh, it was I bought a refurbished iPad. And I tell you, customers love it. Yeah. I mean, they they can use the touch screen or they can use a Bluetooth keyboard. Um, they they really really like it. Um, so um, yeah, I'll, I'll send definitely send you a picture of that. I love that. So. Of course, you know, everybody is listening should know that geeksmtg.com, 
is live right now. Um, Kevin, is there anything going on with Geeks MTG that the retailers or potential customers of yours should see or hear about today? Um, you know, we're, we're put, always putting in new cards, always, constantly, every day, all day. New cards coming in, new you know, cards going out. Um, my biggest project is trying to figure out what I'm going to do with all this Yu-Gi-Oh stuff. I have to, <laughs> I got a lot. I mean, it's people dump Yu-Gi-Oh on me like crazy and picking through the, the, the money cards is, uh, quite a challenge, but, uh, we'll get through it. But, um, um, yeah, it's just, you know, it, it changes all the time. It's, it's inventory is always evolving. And, um, I sell to stores if, uh, you know, if stores, you know, uh, you know, want to buy a whole lot i sell the stores i sell to individuals i still if people want to uh you know people want to buy a rampaging bottle of to uh to line their bathroom if i don't care <laughs> uh we, we have no we have no limits on quantity so if i have 400 of one card stock if somebody wants to buy all 400 have at it we'll pull up we'll ship them i mean uh, um it, it, they're they're <laughs> No, I've had awesome. people do it. I've literally had people do it. We scratch our heads like, why do they really need this many? Because There's a $2 making... minimum. They're $0.10. Cents. Why are they buying 100 <laughs> They want them for something. <laughs> I don't know why they want them. <laughs> but uh, this was one of the store owners just scratch their heads wondering why somebody would want that many. Yeah. So, but, um, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's always changing. Always something new. Uh, you never know what's going to be on there. Uh, we've had some really, really cool cards. But, you know, I'm, you know like uh, a lot of stuff, it goes pretty quick because – we do uh, we do price our our singles out to be competitive because again we're in a small town and we uh, I, I depend on a, a turnaround of cards. Yeah, right. Yeah. One thing that, one thing they won't find online is uh, any any really good standard staples. Those all stay in my display case for my local players. Okay. I, I, I don't I don't put those online at all. They come in and which is actually good because you know customers have to come into the store and bring the foot traffic. That's not really the reason I do it. I don't do it for the foot traffic. I do it because I don't want, um, you know, I really don't want online customers scooping up all the cards that my local players need to build decks so they can participate in events. Right. So keeps them in the local pool. No, that's great. Um, I wrote something down here because it kind of reminded me because you're doing direct website sales and a ton of them. And you mentioned Amazon shipping in two days. And one thing that, I think about when I receive a package from Amazon is that it's the box is branded, the tape is branded yeah. and stuff like that. When you ship your products, like especially if it's not local, like what do you do in the shipping to make sure that this person should look into geeksmtg.com a little deeper? Um, well, um, I, I, I personally like the way uh, you guys um, you know, have the uh, allow a header for the invoices. So, you know, I put some on the header of the invoice. So uh, when they open the envelope, if it's a plain white envelope order, they see our logo. The first thing they see when they pull it out is our logo. Uh-huh. Unless they tear it from the side, you know, which I do sometimes. But uh, when it comes to, like, uh, shipping out bubble mailer packages, you know, multiple cards, expensive cards, stuff like that, um, you know, uh, I put it on the bottom of the label. And uh, for, um, uh, you know, I tried using Incendia. It was okay. Uh, I'm a huge fan of stamps.com. But that's me personally. Yeah. Um, stamps.com uh, allows me to customize that label and put uh, where it says shop at geeksmtg.com on the bottom. Mm-hmm. So uh, every time somebody gets a package, it has my, you know, it has a website and return address. It has a website at the bottom of the label. It has the, uh, you know, the, uh, ad, you know the, basically our advertisement for the uh, business uh, on the invoice. So when they pull out the invoice, they see that as well. Fantastic. 
So, and, I, and one thing, um, when I first started doing this, I didn't send invoices along. I just popped the cards in a, in a bubble mailer and uh, sent them along. I didn't start doing invoices until shipping became free pretty much on TCG Player because of all the competition. And that's when I started doing invoices. So uh, for any store owners out there not doing invoices, I highly recommend them because uh, we all know Magic Players are some of the pickiest customers on the planet. And um, I cannot tell you how many times I got an email saying, why do I not have an invoice? So, hmm. you know, that printed out shipping invoice. You know, I, <laughs> okay. I, I go through like, I, I know I go through at least 150, 200 pieces of paper a day uh, just to print invoices. And, um, yeah, it takes a lot of ink. Um, I, I even get my ink on Amazon, my toner for my, for my printer. Yeah. You get really good deals. I, I, $10 for a toner is a really good deal, especially when you're turning out as many pages as we are. So, um, you know, keep the cost low, keep the profits high, and keep the customers happy. Gotcha. That's that's where it's at. So, so you specialize in magic. I heard a little bit of Yu-Gi-Oh! sprinkled in there too. Um, the Crystal Commerce catalog, as you know, there's like millions of products in the Crystal Commerce. So if you want to expand, like you have free reign to doing that. Um, recently with the video game stuff, we have the update with the uh, price charting uh, importing. Um, is Geeks MTG going to be possibly going back in the video game industry as well? I'm crossing my you fingers. Know, I, I'm crossing I, my I, fingers. I can't, I, can't, I can't see doing it uh, personally. Um, um, we that, that ship has pretty much sailed. Um, you know, after, after we closed down the video game store uh, part of the business, uh, created a big vacuum because we don't have a GameStop locally. So a place called Game Exchange opened up in town. Um, and uh, it, it's not that I couldn't compete with them if I wanted to. I mean, I could. Um, it's just... Um, it, I buy all my video games online. I either buy them on Steam or if, I, if, if it's on my Xbox One or PlayStation 4, mm-hmm. I buy them online. The, the days of going to GameStop and standing in line in uh, in, in November at uh, 11 o'clock in the, in the night freezing your butt off sure. um, <laughs> are over. It's done. Yeah. Don't, you don't do that anymore. Um, you, you download the game days ahead and you get the whole game on there and it unlocks at midnight. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, we used to have lines of people going out our door, like hundreds of people. And uh, the, the the days are over. Uh, Hastings Entertainment shut down. Of course, we all know Blockbuster went belly up. Uh, you know, uh, movie Gallery went went out. Um, there's a lot of game stores that are just shutting down because um, new game titles in a, in a retail setting, uh, unless you're GameStop and you have uh, you know whatever sweetheart deals they got going on, you can't compete. Um, so if anybody is, uh, you know, if, if anybody ever wants any advice about video game side of the business, feel free to contact me. I'll tell you everything you possibly need to know. I'll help other people build it up on their website if they need, you know, give them suggestions or whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm not in that business, so it's no, uh, you know, no conflict with me. I'll be glad to help anybody who needs help because I, I did it for a long time. And uh, at one time we were the, uh, the largest single location independently owned video game store in the country with like i said 26 to thirty-five thousand titles mm-hmm. i mean the store was massive it was uh and it had just about every video game you could ever imagine and people were just streaming in trading in buying i mean it was just it, it was crazy our, our lines during a release of a new game were a lot of times bigger than game stops um about 15 miles away yeah so we, we, we um, matter of fact, when I had to, when I had it, GameStop, I actually thought about opening up in our town, and then they decided not to. Hmm. Now, whether that was because of my presence, I don't know. 
but uh, we, we were we were definitely a force to be reckoned with. But the, the, the game's changed. You know, it's uh, just not what it was. If you go to a lot of retail stores like Walmart, you'll see their game display does not look like it used to. Yeah. Um, and a lot of stores are going belly up. So I'm glad I got out of that when I did. Uh, I definitely made the right decision. Yeah. Um, GeeksMTG.com, what is in your future in the next year or two? dabbling in comics right now okay. i'm not ready to go i'm not ready to go feet first i'm just kind of testing the waters um magic for sure no question about it um whatever uh, whatever else wizards throws our way i'm hoping it uh continues to be as good as dominaria um um still waiting for those full art masterpiece planeswalkers <laughs> it's, it's coming it's coming they have to do it they have to do it um i, I don't i don't know you know it's uh i take it year to year to you year. know uh and, and that's one one bit you know, adapt make sure uh if, if you're getting into the business make sure you adapt make sure you diversify somehow yeah if, if you have to if you have to sell if you have to put uh you know uh you know you know kitten keychains over in the corner that you're making in your garage uh do it, you know, put something else in there until you get things, you know, get things rolling because, um, just when you think you're, if you ever get comfortable and complacent in this business, somebody will open a store down the street from you and they will try to siphon off some of your business. So don't, don't think that, um, you're the only game in town because nobody's ever really the only game in town. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Unless you, unless you make your customers happy and you're me and we're the only store in town. <laughs> and you have the community all to yourself you right so that's right well, awesome kevin well hey i appreciate it buddy and uh for everybody listening geeksmtg.com go check them out and uh kevin if you have a godsend please let me know <laughs> i'm looking for one brother i'm looking for one and i swear i'll send it to you and uh if anybody does need to contact me for anything make sure you uh, email me or, or text me because uh i am way less long-winded when i'm typing Awesome. Awesome. Well, hey, everybody, thanks for listening. I uh, appreciate that. And also, Kevin, thanks for uh, stepping up to the plate and being part of our first podcast. And uh, it's been a fun time. I look forward to talking to you in the near future as well. Absolutely. We really appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Hey, you're welcome.